both your desires and your obstacles combine to create your human experience, which provides the expansion of consciousness that you seek. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am David Strickle, your host. This is our second episode since I started uh, trance channeling again. I have to say trance channeling because I got a lot of feedback uh, about the return of the stream. Uh, apparently, you all really, really, really love hearing from the stream, and you've all stuck around a year uh, without me sharing them with you uh, directly, and I appreciate that. And those of you that are new to the podcast, uh, my name is David Strickle. I channel source consciousness that we refer to as the stream, and I will talk more about that. So first of all, let's get into the whole trance thing. I, I say trance channeling, Sometimes I, I've just really started saying that again, because I've always just been sharing the stream. That's, that's all it's ever been to me is I shifted to that gear. I quiet my mind. I take a few breaths, which raises my vibration. When my vibration is high enough, I feel their presence always. And when I feel their presence, I can then do allow them pretty much I mean, we're, we're, I'm pretty much still present when this is going on, but I can do the whole, we are here, but it's them. It's not me at that point. And I know that sounds insane. If you've never channeled before, those of you that have channeled, and I, I do believe that we're all channels in our own way, as far as speaking a channel message, I don't think everybody necessarily has that talent. Just like not everybody has the talent of channeling song or art or, or things of that nature. We're all channels in our own way. And those of us that have the ability to comprehend very clearly and allow a message to flow from source, which is in all of us, that is both a talent that I believe that we're somewhat born with and a skill. And I think my skill was able to develop because of my childhood. You've all heard enough about all that. <laughs> but because the way I was raised and in some, somewhat solitude and really had to go inward for guidance... I did. I, I allowed that guidance to stick around. In fact, I started going deeper and deeper and deeper into it, especially in my teen years when I really needed it the most. And it served me on a very high level. And when I was told that I was a channel, it it was just one of those weird things to me. I'm like, what, what is that? Is like a psychic? Am I a medium now? Am I going to be speaking dead people? What is this that I'm getting and who am I getting it from? I think I always knew that it was source or God speaking through me, but it's very hard to come to terms with saying that because when your ego is still very active as mine was at the time that I'm talking about, you fear being judged. You, you, you very much fear people thinking, well, who does this guy think he is? He's talking God. Who does he think he's Jesus or something? So no, I don't, I, I don't think that at all. But I do think it's source. I think we all channel source in our own way. In fact, I know we do. I, I, that is such a strong belief. I will say that I know we all channel source in our own way. And when I channel, I, and I taught myself how to do this before I knew a whole lot about channeling. I was very inspired by Esther Hicks channeling of Abraham. Uh, she referred to it as channeling, not, not as much, I think, uh, lately as she used to, but she certainly referred to it as channeling early on in their teachings. I was very inspired by that. I never heard the word trance channeling. In fact, I never heard trance channeling until I was already, uh, I had the podcast. Uh, I was doing a lot of Facebook lives. Uh, I think it was Debbie G <laughs> that I heard it from the first time. You, you all know Debbie, if you've watched me on other uh, programs and things like this, she's on here from time to time. 
she used the word trance channeling and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's kind of like I'm going into a trance. I guess that makes sense. You, you allow this other consciousness to speak through you or use your, your intellect and your vocabulary really to speak because I can't, I can't channel in Mandarin or Spanish or French, (laughs) not many words, at least I can't do that. So it's not like I'm possessed. If something is possessing you and then it, then it could do anything and you could, you know, channel these other tongues and things like that. And I know that there are religions that, that certainly uh, talk about speaking in tongues and, and stuff like that. I, I don't get that. I, all I get is here's the information. And I taught myself in my forties, I spent time teaching myself to, to take these thoughts and allow them to flow seamlessly in writing and then in speech. And when I started out channeling, it was very, it was a little different than it is now. In fact, it's very different than it is now. I, it was much more formal and it was slow. The messages become very slow. And then I edited my own podcast back in those days. And so I'd have to edit out all this dead airspace in between. It was very, very slow and coming in. I got more comfortable with it. And the more I did it and for people, it's like the, that co-creation thing where other people come wanting the information from the stream wanting clarity. They want it uh, deciphered for them, if you will. And their asking brings it out of me because the very best I've ever provided from the stream comes from questions. That is why we are returning to answering questions on the podcast. I get questions from time to time. We try to answer them. Now that I'm uh, channeling again, I've gotten a lot of questions for the stream all of a sudden. It's like they've been backed up. People have been waiting and you can go to the streamofdavid.com and there is a page, uh, the podcast page on the website. And if you haven't checked out our new website, you should do that. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. We have uh, photographs of people that have, uh, that have graduated from Taya Camp that scroll across. So you get to see Taya practitioners. Uh, the website has transitioned from being about the stream to being a lot more about Taya these days. And the book is all about Taya. The stream is not looking to be the star of the show, as you've probably deciphered if you've been listening for a while. The stream is here because of those who have evolved their thinking to the forefront of, of human thought, of human awareness of, of how creation occurs and, and why we exist. Those of you that are here are those people. You're at the forefront. That does not make you superior. You know that we're not about being superior or we're better than because we're operating in higher vibration than those that are in lower vibration or those that are polarized. It's not about that comparison stuff because source is not judging any of that. So I choose not to judge any of that. If somebody is operating in super low vibration, they are here creating their expansion of consciousness just like me, period. No difference. But we are operating in a vibrational spectrum. Therefore, there are those of us, and I have been a seeker of this my entire life. I'm 55 years old. I'll be 56 in about two months. And I have always wanted to understand the, the universe, the world, the process of creation. Science gives you some of that, but I was always drawn to what is science not willing to talk about? What is science not able to prove? What's the belief part? 
that faith part, that trust part, what is that part? That's the juicy stuff to me. Okay, if a bunch of scientists get together and decide they have figured out the building blocks of, of physical life and they understand all of that stuff, yes, I study that stuff. I am not terribly into it, as you probably have noted, since I don't talk about it much. I don't feel like I need science to explain that stuff. I think there is so much more available in my faith in the energetic realm. And it's my belief system. We all operate on a belief system. So I share mine. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Uh, but if it intrigues you, then you're in the right place. I've never been about trying to connect with a, a massive audience of followers that are all right where I am as far as my belief system and the things that I'm curious about. I am here and I will tell you that the stream is here to connect with those that are curious about being at the forefront of thought for real, not what somebody else has already proven, but what you can prove to yourself. And that's the thing about Taya. Taya gives you the tools to prove all of these concepts to yourself. We have never ever once said, this is gospel. You must believe this. This is the only way and everyone else is wrong. We have never said that. I don't think that the stream has never said that. We have always said, this is a belief system that is optional as all belief systems are. You choose it. You choose to believe it because at the, at the end of the day or the, in the end of the day, we all believe in something. We all have a belief system, even a devout atheist who only wants to talk about science and things that are proven and what they believe are concrete, that's their belief system. And it's, it's still their own human creative belief system and it's their reality and they are right. And very often they believe everyone else is wrong. That's an interesting thing about human belief systems, the dogma that's cooked into so much of it. And it's all ego driven. I am right. And you are wrong. And when you're, you're leading a belief system, creating Taya is kind of like creating a religion. The, the flaw though in Taya is that we're not telling you it's the only path. We're not telling you that everyone else is wrong. We're not telling you that you have to disconnect from the world and just come live on the compound and be a Taiist. We're not saying that at all. So that's, it's not really a flaw. I'm joking about that, but that's the thing about Taya. It really does strip away all of that dogma and all of those rules, and all that human created stuff and gives you a platform to operate your life in harmony with how we perceive universal law, but you're choosing to perceive that law. So I'll get back to my original topic, this trance channeling. So it is trance, not trans. Some of you had said, it sounds like I say trans, I say trance channeling, or I mean to say trance channeling. But I don't feel like I'm in a trance at all. I feel like I am quieting my mind. I'm raising my vibration. I'm allowing them to speak. I'm very aware when that we are here comes through, but I'm very aware that it's them speaking me and not me. And then I just sort of get out of the way as quickly as I can. And the, I found that the more I back out of it, the faster they dig into the really good stuff. And the more it gets flowing and the more my vibration stays so high that when it's over, I'm very emotional, very emotional because I've had that power flowing through me. So that's what my channeling is. I don't, I don't judge the whole trance channeling thing the way that I used to for years. I thought, well, that's not really right. I'm not in a trance. Uh, no one's possessing me. Uh, I'm not speaking aliens or dead people or any of that stuff. Uh, as far as I can tell, I, the, the message is so similar between channelers usually that are the, the ones that I'm aware of. The core of the message is the same usually about conscious creation and our eternal nature. I see a lot of common ground there. 
certainly the way it's interpreted and the the who it's interpreted you know from or who uh, the channeler is believing that it's coming from those are differences and i cannot speak for them they i'll let them speak for them i say it's all source but that's because i went through a period where i was fearful about saying that i channeled source and felt the need to just say non-physical entities uh, just so that I didn't raise anybody's dander over that stuff. But I don't care anymore. I've detuned my ego enough. I've detuned the fear of judgment enough. I've detuned any need for, uh, you know, how many followers do I have and how many downloads do we get this week? You know, that stuff's fun to look at, but I'm not going to alter my, who I am, my beliefs based on what I'm looking for from the audience. What I'm looking for from the audience or the, or is connecting with the people that are ready for this message that have done the work and evolved their consciousness to a place where they're really ready to strip away all of that human construct, which is always my goal and say, okay, what is, what is real universal law and how do I apply it in my human life? That's what the stream is all about. That's what Taya is all about. That's what all of the channel messages are all about, but you all have a lot of questions and I love your questions because you all have questions that I don't have, or you all have questions that I have not answered or perhaps, perhaps haven't answered in quite some time. So we are going to be answering questions. I have a whole lot of predicting the future type stuff that I get. Uh, we've always been pretty clear that, that you know, the, everything is a, as a creation of consciousness and there are endless or infinite possibilities of what's next. So the stream is not going to come and say, this is what's next for you, because even though the stream is not operating in linear time, the way they describe linear time is that our world is designed for us to perceive linear time, for us to come and perceive an experience that is linear. We are born, we have an experience, and then we depart physically. And that linear experience is gives us an opportunity to expand our consciousness. I now know what it's like to X, Y, Z, whatever it is. I know what it's like to have experienced it. Uh, I know what it's like to have experienced this trauma in my life, this challenge in my life, this time in my life that was very dark and I thought might be the end. I know what it's like to move through that and come out of it. And I now that I know what it's like, if I don't judge it as bad or wrong or a waste of time or any of that, you know, 3D matrix crap that we're taught to judge with, if I take all that away, it's just an experience and I'm a more sophisticated being in the having of the experience. So that's what it's all about. That's what life is all about. And when you start believing and choosing that as your belief system, then everything starts to change. So Taya gives you the tools to do all of that. So with all of these new questions that I'm getting via email, uh, I will generally just a, a set an intention for the stream to address them. So it's not necessarily going to be a direct Q&A. But if you've asked a question of the stream, especially recently, we are going to answer it. We have a list of all of them. This, we, I'm setting the intention for the stream to answer your questions. So make sure you listen and listen closely because the, the answer to your question should be in their message. Absolutely. If not in this episode, then one of the, the coming episodes because we already have some episodes plan based on what they woke me up to tell me. <laughs> I think it was 3.30. 3.30 is the magic hour for me. Uh, I, I Every once in a while, I will you know go through this cycle where I'm waking up at 3.30 for days on end. And now my 3.30 
uh, awake periods, I get these big downloads. And last night I got a, a big list of, of podcast topics. Uh, and it's interesting that they do sort of align with some of the questions that we have too, or I'll be able to, to direct them to answer the questions uh, in these episodes that are coming up. So stay tuned for the net for the coming weeks. Uh, we have several interesting topics uh, planned for the coming weeks. But today we're setting the intention for the stream to come and give us a message for 2024. I know they're not about predicting the future, but there is something there. There absolutely is something there that that is is going to be shared in this uh, interaction that we're about to have with the stream. So we will take a quick break. And when we return from our commercial break, you will be hearing directly from the stream. The book is here at last. The Taya Practice is available now at Amazon.com. You can learn the mindset practice that has been delivered by the stream. We have spent years developing this practice, working with people all over the world in our Taya Bootcamp program. And I will tell you that I have witnessed amazing life transformations as a result of the Taya practice. I don't want you to just to take my word for that. If you are new to our teachings, if you're new to discovering the TYA practice, it stands for Trust Your Abundance, go to Trustpilot and read our client reviews. The stream's message is profound. It's deep. It's been proven to work. So when you really tap into source consciousness, you understand what the universe is all about. You understand what physical 3D life is all about. And that's what the stream's message is. And for me, I needed a practice. I needed a set of tools to be able to take that knowledge and apply it in my 3D matrix human existence. And the Taya practice is what that is. I taught it uh, to myself, or I developed it, I, I should say, for myself over a 10-year period. It absolutely transformed every aspect of my life and continues to do so today. Uh, in 2017, I decided to start sharing it with the world via the Stream of David podcast. Uh, and then I started Taya Bootcamp. And we've graduated hundreds of people now from all over the world through Taya Bootcamp. We all know now what the tools are that really work. And that's what we have spent five years putting into this book. It's not just a little pamphlet. It's a big, thick book, uh, but it's packed with valuable, life-changing information. I want humanity, all who are aligned with this type of thinking, to get this information and have access to this and use it if they choose to. So go to Amazon.com and get the TYA practice today. Thank you. We are here. We are often asked to predict the future. It is understandable to us that you want to know what's going to happen next. And many of you have had experiences where someone was able to provide a glimpse into what was next for you. We want to provide some clarity around this. When someone is seeing into your future, they are doing, in most cases, two things. They are utilizing an ability to tap into our energy because all things beyond physical are source and physical is source as well. So when you are dreaming, when you are convening with passed on relatives and loved ones, when you are imagining things in the future, all of that, all of it is source energy. The entire energetic realm is, is that which you call source. 
And it is true that everything that has ever happened and everything that is ever going to happen is happening simultaneously. There is no linear time in the energetic realm. That, that is a, a product of being in a polarized physical environment. Experience something in a linear way so that you can have this growth experience that would not be available to you energetically. You see, the expansion of consciousness is only achieved in physical environments. While we are the source of all creation, we do not expand without expressing ourselves in physical environments, in polarized environments, where we create a separation from our consciousness and, and create something of a physical consciousness, that which you might refer to for yourselves as an ego, that separates you from our consciousness, not completely, but on a vibrational scale, that separation is creating your human experience. That separation creates desires when you're higher on your vibrational scale, and it creates obstacles when you are lower on your vibrational scale. And understand that both your desires and your obstacles combine to create your human experience, which provides the expansion of consciousness that you seek, that source seeks. So, when you are wanting to look into the future, you must understand that the future is not a 3D concrete entity. What's going to happen in your future has infinite possibilities, and all of those possibilities already exist because it's consciousness. It's thought. And when you create a new possibility for your future, something that you encounter in physical drives you to create a new desire, that new desire now opens up an entire new pathway. That is new creation. That new creation is expansion of consciousness. This is why we say when you experience things unwanted and you now know what it's like, and if nothing else, you know that you would rather not ever experience it again, but you have the knowledge of understanding the experience itself, that expands your consciousness. And when those experiences inspire you to create something new in a thought formation, meaning I have suffered in this and I don't want to suffer in this again. So I want to create something new that keeps me away from that suffering. And think about the times in your lives when you have suffered in something and judge it as should not be, or at least judge it as something that you do not wish to experience again. Think about the times that you got really, really creative and you created something new first in your mind that physically came into being as a result of that experience. You've changed your relationships. You've changed your family structure. You've changed your career. You've started businesses. You've ended businesses. You've gone back to work. You've ended relationships. You've, you've started new friendships. You've done all of these things based on the information that you've, you've garnered throughout your lifetime. That is all new creation. That is all expansion of consciousness. Even if it does not come into full physical fruition, it is still expansion of consciousness in just having the idea. You live in a concrete 3D physical world, so you tend to value the things that you can actually, that are actually tangible in most cases. Certainly there are some intangibles like love that you all value very highly, 
But something that's just a new thought or idea that is not yet physically formed and perhaps never will be if you're not fully aligned with it for it to come into reality, you tend to not value those things as much. We are guiding you to appreciate those things. Appreciate those dreams that you've had and perhaps let go of. Appreciate the things that you were never able to manifest. Appreciate the fact that you have not yet figured out how to allow those things come in, to come into your physical reality if you still desire them. Your ego serves as, as a discerner of preference. That's its key functionality. And as long as you are physically manifested, you are going to have an ego and you're going to have preferences. Those of you that believe that you've completely released your ego, yet you're still seeking world peace, that's your ego. That is not source. Source does not judge your physical reality. Source is not judging anything that's happening in your world. Because nothing that's happening in your world is eternal. It is all a very temporary physical experience that you are in the moment experiencing and perhaps in the moment suffering in because you're choosing to suffer in your judgment of it, or perhaps you're physically in it. You're so deep into that experience that you have manifested physical suffering and you are literally physically suffering in it. But even that suffering, that physical suffering, even that terror or fear or, or whatever it is, is your creation that is rooted in fear and judgment. So the, the judgment of the manifestation always creates the suffering in it. If you are completely at peace with any and all experiences that are happening in your world, you will end human suffering. You will certainly end your own suffering. And for those of you that are, are, are looking to us for answers for your new year and beyond, what we will share with you is that we are flowing in this manner through David the way that we are to share with all of you that humanity is at a massive turning point. Everything that's been going on in your world in the past few years is simply a, a collective consciousness manifestation of humanity that is a sign of the maturing of humanity. We understand that the loudest among you are often the most polarized among you. And those that are steeped in deep polarity are not at the forefront of the evolution of consciousness that you are if you are seeking information and finding your way to our words and our messages. There is nothing wrong with that, though. We, we want to be very, very clear that those that are in deep polarity, those that believe that they are right and everyone else is wrong, that their side is, is the one dimension that is correct and that every other individual that is not in alignment with exactly their thinking is another one dimensional being that is completely wrong 100% of the time in every single way. Those beings are operating in a low vibrational state. And they are having a low vibrational experience and they are suffering in it. And in that suffering is, is, is expressing itself in their judgment, in their fear. And judgment is rooted in fear. And fear is rooted in judgment. The two go hand in hand. Those individuals that are choosing that path are absolutely suffering. But we are here to tell you they are also expanding their consciousness and the having of the suffering experience. And they are contributing to our expansion 
just as you are, just as everyone else is. All other beings, all other physical expressions are simply strands of consciousness that are individual expressions of that which we are. The individual part creates the experience combined with the linear part, the unique journey in physical of that strand of consciousness. And every single being and every single path from the simplest physical form to the most complex is contributing to the expansion of consciousness that is source. You are having a human experience on what you refer to as planet Earth. And in your human experience on planet Earth, you are certainly desiring for an existence that is more akin to the existence that you experience eternally. Peaceful, joyous, wanting for nothing, free, not encumbered at all by this matrix of thought that your planet has created and certainly humanity has taken to a much further level, if you will. We have often referred to humanity as a mutation in your world because you collectively have developed the ability to think beyond instinct in reaction to what's going on. You're not simply evolving and adapting to your environments. You're, you're destroying your environments. And in this destruction of your environment or potential destruction of your environment, you are expanding your consciousness. And what we are here to share with you is that this physical life form that you perceive as yourself is, is intended to be temporary. And it's intended to provide a vehicle of expansion of consciousness, period, whatever that looks like. But those of you that are listening to messages such as this are seeking answers. You're seeking what you call truth. You want to understand the universe. And we are here to provide that completely unencumbered by your matrix of creation. There is no science. There is no religion. There are no cultural beliefs being shared. We are simply utilizing David's vocabulary and intellect to commune with you in a way that you can comprehend and benefit from it. So what's, what's going on for humanity is that you are, are at a, a, a very interesting time from your perspective is not particularly interesting to us. You're, you're always interesting to us. This is not more nor less interesting than when you were really steeped in religion or family culture or, or the culture of your nation or the expectations of, of, of any other matrix created entity. But for you, this is an interesting time because you are shedding all of your institutions of control. Now, this process is something that's that's not happening for you in an instant, but it's evolved quite rapidly. If, if you are thinking in linear terms in the last 100 years, it is it has evolved significantly. And here you are at the forefront. The, the, the things that are driving this evolution of consciousness is your technology, is your ability to communicate globally in, in, in ways such as this. You can be just about anywhere on your planet and hear these words, whether it is allowed by your government or not. You're all aware of that. So you can hear these words and you can begin thinking, gosh, what if I stopped judging the things that are happening in my life and the things that are happening in the world as should not be? What if I just do away with all of that judgment? What if I begin seeing humanity 
as perfection just as it is? What if I begin viewing my life instead of this series of triumphs and challenges and and stress and anxiety and fear and judgment and, and a little bit of joy and certainly desires? What if I change all of that? What if I begin systematically living in the moment and appreciation of all that is in my moment, whatever my now moment is? What if I start saying to myself, this moment, this thing that I'm experiencing was my perfect, brilliant creation? There is no should not be in any of this because it is. Anything that is cannot possibly be a should not be. It cannot possibly be wrong because it is. It's what you've created, even if it's not your desire. And the reason that we guide you to do that in your current moment is because that, as a practice, will systematically raise your vibration. Because regardless of what you are experiencing, regardless of how harshly it's judged in the matrix, we are watching in awe of what you are experiencing, what your creation is in the moment. We are waiting for you at the very top of your spiral always. And as soon as you appreciate what you're experiencing, even if you don't know why you're appreciating it yet, the moment you put the cart before the horse, which is very important, the moment you find that authentic appreciation, even before you can list something that your matrix tells you you're supposed to appreciate about it, you can develop the ability very quickly to find appreciation in exactly what is. And we use the word appreciation over words like gratitude. We use the word appreciation before we use the word forgiveness. Because appreciation is born of deep understanding. So when you move into the vibration of appreciation, I'm appreciating that I'm experiencing this for nothing more than the fact that it's my creation. I created this. And if you do this as a practice, you will find that the clarity of the why and the how and the what it's going to do for you and what it offers you will come very quickly. And if with continued practice, you will get there almost instantaneously. The moment you shift from that low vibration of judgment or fear to the much higher vibration of appreciation, and yes, you can shift gears that quickly. There's a bit of quieting of the mind that perhaps needs to occur in the process, but it, it can happen instantaneously or very close to instantaneously for you. And when you get there, that clarity just drops in. You're not needing it. You're not looking for it. You don't have to go look for it. You don't have to sit and meditate and try. Anything that you're trying to do, you are sending a clear message to the universe that it's, it's not working. You're trying because it's not working. When you become it, when you be it, when you step into the isness of it, then it just is. And when you start practicing this, you will begin seeing how systematically your now begins to shift and change and become a much more appealing version to you. And when you do meet your obstacles, that is simply an expansive experience for you. And then once you're practicing that, 
you can start working through the things in your history, everything that you are holding in your vibrational basement. And as I promised you, you're all holding something, perhaps many things. Those are the things that create your triggers. Those are the things that drag your vibration down systematically. Even when you're in a high vibration in the moment, those are the things that recalibrate you to perhaps a vibration that is less than neutral. We have said many times that most of humanity is operating at a negative five on the vibrational scale. Negative five is, is, is considered pretty functional in your world. Some certainly are, are operating at negative 10, negative 15, a few at negative 20. You, you do not sustain negative 20 in physical form for very long. You separate from your physical vehicle if you hold yourselves there. Generally, something will, will, will bring you back up. But certainly, those are the, there are those beings that hold themselves at negative 20 and you depart. But you don't have to stay there. So if you want to know what's going to happen in the new year, the, the new year is your consciousness creation. And what's happening for humanity is you are, you're wising up to the matrix. You're coming to understand that everything that you experience that is not the energetic realm is a human construct. This includes gender identity, and you certainly see that coming into question more. This includes the, the structure of your, your family unit. This includes your, your education system and your systems of commerce. This includes your cultures, your beliefs, your religions, the things that you picked up along the way from your family and friends and, and experiences in the workforce or in school. All of those things contributed to your crafting a unique belief system for yourself. And what we are asking you, if you're wanting to know what your new year is going to be like or how you can improve it. Most of you are, are expansive. You are all expansive strands of consciousness. Most of you that are listening to this are certainly in an expansive mode or have expansive desires to experience your human reality in a higher vibrational way. If you weren't in that vibration, you would not be here listening to our words, period. So while you're all expansive strands of consciousness eternally, that expansiveness is not experience the same in, in 3D and physical. There are certainly those that we mentioned earlier that are expanding their consciousness and the having of, a, of what you would consider a very negative experience. Always angry, always mad. How many talking heads do you have online and on your television that are constantly complaining? If you turn on their program or turn on their website or turn on their podcast, all you hear is complaining. This is wrong and that is wrong and this should not be and that should not be and this is why we're on the wrong path and this is why our nation is going down and this is why the world is going to be destroyed. There's plenty of that out there. There's absolutely plenty of that out there and that is a co-creative experience for all that are choosing to participate in that. The experience that we are offering, however, is understanding that the judgment of all of that is lowering your vibration. Because we are not judging it. When you begin judging that type of activity, you are separating from us. So detuning the judgment of that. Detuning the judgment of what you have experienced in your physical life so far. Releasing this should not be from all of it. If you teach yourself to no longer judge anything that is happening or has happened or could happen in the future, it should not be. That should not be label is very powerful. It creates so many things that you individually and collectively do not want in your world. 
And when you are viewing something, even something that is horrific and labeling it as should not be, you are not doing what you have been taught that you're doing. You've been taught that that's what you have to do. And that if you're, you're not a part of the solution, then you're a part of the problem and that you have to have an opinion and you have to take a side and you have to get involved. There's nothing wrong with getting involved. There's nothing wrong with wanting to solve your problems. In fact, being that you you are you have this expansive nature, the solving is one of your key drivers. You want to solve it. So we are not here telling you that you to to take the should not be out and forget about it. We are telling you to take the should not be out and appreciate it. Putting the cart before the horse, always placing the cart before the horse. Because the the I appreciate this, even though it's not solved, even though it's still happening, takes away that negative judgment that fuels it. The appreciation and deep understanding is a detuning vibration. And as always, we guide you to experiment with this in, in your lives and experiment with this in your world. And for the, your first experiment in this, this crazy notion that that which you call the stream of David is, is, is offering you, that you're supposed to now appreciate war and, and children being abused and, and murdered and, and things that are horrific like this, we're not asking you to celebrate. We're asking you to, to appreciate by understanding it on a very deep level. And when you have that deep level of understanding that the beings having the horrific experience or having an expansive experience that is temporary and physical because they're eternal beings, even if they are being separated from their physical vehicle, that softens it somewhat for you. And in the softening of it, you are now taking away your contribution, your one strand of consciousness and physical contribution from that unwanted event. You're no longer fueling it with your negative focus. Instead, you're turning it into something that is a higher vibration, which is deep understanding. Why would someone be motivated to be the perpetrator of that? The antagonist. And what is it really like for the victim or the protagonist? And how are they expanding their consciousness in the having of the experience? Even if it's an experience that you do not wish for them or anyone. Allowing yourself to go to that place that the matrix tells you that you're not allowed to. And we are not guiding you to talk publicly about this. That is always your choice. We, we are not guiding you to, sh to necessarily share your thoughts on this with anyone or even to write it down anywhere. These are your inner thoughts. No one can take these away from you. No one. There are certainly entities that want to tell you what to think. But if you're not sharing them verbally or in written form and simply allowing them to be your own private thoughts and understanding the detuning power that this practice holds, there's nothing anyone can ever do to you that will take that away from you while you're in physical. One of the few things that can't be taken from you, your own thoughts, your own beliefs, your own ideas. And when you systematically detune fear and judgment, you will no longer create a fear-based scenario of you being judged for your ideas. So what's next for humanity is, is that you are at the forefront of, of a massive turning point where you are wising up to the matrix. You are coming to understand 
that you have been operating in all of these rules that are human constructs and you understand that that's all a chosen belief system. There's nothing wrong with a chosen belief system, but that you can choose something different. And that if uh, the idea of a belief system is lowering your vibration and you know your vibration is lower when you're in fear or judgment or the combination of those two, and you wish to operate in a higher vibrational state of being, that's the first place to look. And notice for your experimentation, how the collective consciousness of humanity's negative focus never solves a thing. It keeps it alive. The negative focus keeps it alive. Certainly there, there is a system in place where you can have intense negative focus. The problem does not get solved in, during the intense negative focus. And then the focus usually just because of collective boredom, because you can only, you can only spend your negative energy for so long on something until it starts to really feel uncomfortable for you. And you want to take your focus away and allow your vibration to go back up. That's natural. So when the collective takes its focus away just enough to stop fueling, then the issue gets solved. And sometimes this takes minutes. Sometimes it takes days, months, years, millennia. It, 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 it's it, the time frame is up to the collective consciousness of humanity always, or the collective consciousness of your planet. Some things are planetary. Some things are specific to humanity as, as the, the higher thinking beings that are physically manifested in your world. So the what's next is a very exciting time for humanity. For those of you that are really questioning the matrix, seeing it clearly for what it is, and detuning fear and judgment on a systematic level, and allowing your default vibration to go higher and higher and higher because you're no longer fearing and judging the things that you've been taught to, you are creating an evolution of consciousness. And it, it is an interesting time from your perspective for humanity because you're evolving to this place where you are now understanding the universal process of creation, which we are here to offer to you. You are now understanding what the matrix is because we are offering that as well. You are understanding that all creation is a creation of consciousness and that which you refer to as artificial intelligence. Humanity is at the forefront of creating the technology that is very much a mirror of the technology that creates you. So with all of this knowledge, you can begin to, to possess what you may refer to as a, a, a turbocharged or superpower version of the healer, of the solver, of the, the world peace advocate that many of you wish to be. We have said many times that if you ever truly achieve world peace, it will be the end of your world. And that is true. But you were nowhere near that. You were nowhere near aligning all of humanity in a peaceful vibration. And that is okay. Because what you're doing, the work that you're all doing here, is absolutely creating this expansion of consciousness that you desired when you came. So the, the what's next, though, for those of you at the forefront, is that you have the gift that you can give yourselves of experiencing your human journey in a very different way, not in fear and judgment, in trusting your abundance, and understanding that the universe is always delivering well-being to you. Always. And when every time fear or judgment starts to creep in, you return to trust, and you do this as a habit, you make this your way of life, 
you will see your lives transform. And when you stop allowing the matrix to show you things to drag your vibration down, how dare you celebrate? How dare you be happy? How dare you be abundant and have well-being flowing when this is happening to these people on the other side of the world? Or perhaps these people down the street. Or perhaps someone in your own family. But when you stop judging their experience as wrong and simply appreciate that they are here having their human journey just as you are, and you have manifested in a different scenario. But you're all expanding consciousness. If you take the judgment out of it, you no longer need to lower your vibration in the observance of anything that's happening in your world or even in your life. So that is our message for your, your new period and beyond. All of these, these constructs of years and, and dates and all of these things ser serve your, your human experience. You, you have created magnificently across humanity in the, in the service of, of your expansion of consciousness experience. Certainly you have. And certainly you, you are operating at a higher degree of expansion in that you have created this matrix that creates so much expansion for you and your ability to communicate and think and share ideas which is the, the positive side of your matrix. And the negative side is all of the, the institutions of control that got you there. But those were training wheels and you no longer need them. Those of you that are hearing these words, you're ready to kick off those training wheels. You're ready to fly. Truly fly. With much love, that is what we have. I am back. That was a wonderful message from the stream. Uh, I absolutely, I always love what they say. <laughs> Maybe I'm biased, <laughs> uh, but you know, I really like that. The, the, the message for the new year is not just the same as always, but we, we are, we have manifested, I believe coming through the pandemic, the pandemic was, uh, a sign of our deconstructing of the matrix. And it gave a lot of people a lot of time to really go deep into understanding what the matrix is, what source is, uh, and thinking about what they want for their lives. And also experiencing a lot of this hyperpolarity that we see, uh, politically, certainly, but in all areas where the, the world is becoming more polarized is a sign though, of the matrix understanding that we are deconstructing it and it wants to hold on for life. It wants to reassert itself and say, here's more things to fear. Here's more things to become polarized about. Don't you want to lower your vibration a little more? Don't you want to be a little more beholden to, to the collective consciousness of your overlords that are physical? And uh, we don't. Those, those of us that are practicing Taya, that are seeking a way out of the matrix, it's very, very clear from their message that the way out of the matrix is source appreciation of all that is. And when I channel, that's always what I'm allowing. So that appreciation of all that is feeling is what I feel when I'm channeling it. And certainly when I come out of it, I'm still flying high from it. I took more of a break this time, but you know, it's just, it feels so right and just feels so good to allow that message to flow that this is what they're teaching. This is what I'm going to spend the rest of my life teaching that appreciation of all that is, is where it's at. That well-being always returns to us. All we have to do is trust, 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 trust our abundance. That's what it's all about. So 
I want to take this opportunity to thank everybody for listening. Those of you that subscribe to Patreon, I will have an, a, an additional, uh, the podcast plus will be available there where we will go a little deeper into unpacking this episode. Uh, it's good to be back channeling. Uh, I thank you all for listening uh, to these solo podcasts where it's just the stream. The next several podcasts are going to be that. Just the stream, answering your questions. And yes, we have lots of questions. Now that we have this message for the new year, uh, we will be answering uh, listener questions. So go to thestreamofdavid.com, type your questions in, and uh, we'll set that intention where the stream is going to answer all questions in coming episodes. Uh, and the next several, we have them all planned out already, are going to be solo episodes. We will be uh, releasing new uh, versions of new episodes of the Taya Practice Podcast. So if you have not subscribed to the Taya Practice Podcast, it's the TYA Practice Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to that. That is about taking all of these things that the stream is giving us and applying it in a practical and useful way in our lives. That's what the Taya Practice is. That's what the book is about, the Taya Practice book. And uh, that's what we'll be talking about over there on that podcast. So be sure you're subscribed and we'll be releasing new episodes there very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Stream of David podcast. To learn more about the stream or the Taya practice, visit thestreamofdavid.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast via your favorite podcast provider. If you would, take a moment to leave us a review. And also... Follow us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, and join our free Facebook group, The Taya Practice, The TYA Practice. Thanks for listening.